Do you work on a remote team all over the country? Do you have friends and family just too far away to visit? Are you struggling to connect communities that are never in the same place? Introducing TriviaThrowdownOnline.com. The classic pub trivia experience with all of your friends and colleagues, but from the comfort of your own home or office. Designed for 6 to 60 players with question types built to encourage teamwork and collaboration. One of our live MCs runs the entire 75-minute experience, so you don't have to do anything except for show up, bring a drink, and get ready for some fun. TriviaThrowdownOnline.com. Book your free demo and get a quote today. Uh, we are going live. Shabam! We have a very special episode of the Craft Beer Mafia show today. You know this song? It keeps cutting you know out. This... <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? I, Does it keep cutting out? Now I don't hear it all. No? Nothing? This sounds like it should be on like a TV show like back in the 50s. What is that? Uh, that would be a TV show <laughs> from the late 60s, early 70s. That's MASH. Ooh, I was so close. Was That's it really MASH. MASH? See? Oh, that was MASH. That was the theme song to MASH with the most yep. depressing song. You know how many times I'm out and people are like, I love that show. And I'm like, it's not the show. Right. <laughs> No, and that's why that's why I wanted to start it out this way. Uh, welcome to the Craft Beer Mafia Show with CM and Mark. And um, you know, I'm a broken record every week. I'm I'm really happy for tonight. I think we got a great show for you. Yes, yes, an excellent show. I'm really looking forward to it. Tonight we have uh, Brandon Wigglesworth. Yes. Oh, tonight we have Brandon Wigglesworth from MASH, and he's going to tell us all about... What, you, what is MASH, Brandon? Why don't you go ahead and, and, and kick us off? Tell us a little bit about MASH and what's it stand for. And Yeah, man. Uh, thank you guys for having me. Uh, first off, really excited to be here and represent our club. MASH is the premier homebrew club, Central Virginia, um, and MASH stands for Mentoring Advanced Standards of Homebrewing. First and foremost, uh, we're about friendship and fellowship. Secondly, um, our goal is to provide a forum that promotes homebrewing growth and education. We have an eclectic community of awesome homebrewers that constantly learn from one another, are there for each other, and looking forward to being on the show and talking about MASH and, and the uh, the competition that we just had with Midnight. Oh, that's We're excited to have you. Thank you so much for joining us. And so um, tonight, we're going to talk a little bit about styles. We're going to talk a little bit about the contest you had going, and maybe uh, CM. Uh, you mentioned recently how you presented to this group, and and you had a great time presenting to this group. Oh my gosh, it was awesome. Uh, Brandon went ahead and invited me out. Just like they said, they're all about learning, um, which is excellent. That's great. And so he gave me this great opportunity to speak with the club. Wow, they were just very, very uh, receptive to what I had to go ahead and share because we want to go ahead and, and, and talk more about diversity and inclusion, how important that is within the beer world, within our world in general. And yeah, I, it was very engaging. I had very engaged discussion, conversations. And I felt like, uh, you know, like long time, long, 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 like you had a long time friendship with these people. Like it was great. Following up, going to the 
uh, competition, it was nice seeing these friendly faces once again because they remembered everything. They they brought back, you know, conversations and, and talked about, you know, what they're doing. You know, it, it was just awesome. It was just a great experience. So I love hanging out with the MASH guys. Let's talk a little bit about the contest that you guys recently had. Is this an annual contest? Is this a semi-annual contest? Like, uh, Brandon, tell us a little bit about the contest that you guys had recently. Yep, absolutely. So, I mean, if you look at the craft beer community, you know, within Richmond, the, the majority of these, whether it be the, the brewers or the owners of the breweries, they, they started where, where I'm at right now, right? They, they started as home brewers. So over the last, let's say four or five years, we've built this rotation uh, where we do competitions with the local breweries. It's a great opportunity as a home brewer to take a style, make it your own, have that judged by an owner of a brewery, the head brewer of a brewery, and then have the opportunity to brew that beer on a large scale system. Trey over at Midnight, I'm not sure if you guys know his his story, but I mean, he started as a home brewer, came up with the name Midnight Brewery because he brewed at night. He was perfecting his craft at night after he was done with his day job. And so this year was, we won't count COVID, um, <laughs> but- yeah. Was the uh, the fourth year in a row that Trey has has done this competition with our club, uh, so it's a great opportunity for for the homebrewers. Him and Alec, his head brewer, pick the pick the styles for the competition, and then the winner gets to brew their beer at the brewery. The cool thing that that really sets Midnight apart in regards to the competitions that that they do with us is that we typically do the competition like we just did in June. Uh, we brew the beer in July, and then it gets released for craft, uh, Virginia Craft Beer Week, which is the last week of August. And Trey not only releases it in the taproom, but he distributes it throughout the Richmond area. These home brewers have the opportunity to go to Sergio's, to Brew, to Wood and Iron, any place you want to go, Mellow Mushroom, all of these great bars around the area and get to to, to have their beer on tap. It's, it's a really awesome experience. You say Trey at Midnight, Midnight Brewery in Rockville, Virginia? I remember going there when he had just like, I felt like he was doing out of like three gallon barrels, um, but it was a smaller setup and he's grown over the years, hasn't he? Yes, he has. I've seen it. The tanks are huge, Mark. Huge. I didn't expect that when I went up in there. <laughs> like It's crazy. I highly recommend the Rockville Red. I've had, there's like a Christmas at midnight. Oh, that's a phenomenal beer. And Brandon, you're a fan of the, is it the Watermelon Kolsch? The watermelon lime Kolsch, yes, it is. It's it's widely available in stores right now, and it is the perfect summer beer. That's what I want to drink at the beach, with the wind blowing at me, a little salt <laughs> taste in the air. Put down a watermelon lime Kolsch. I love it. That was the first beer that uh, Brandon just pretty much made sure that I tasted when I walked in there. He's like, "You have to have this," and wow, yeah, it it lives up to it. <laughs> All right, so tell us about the contest for this year and what styles were a part of the submissions for this year. Yeah, so we we did uh, four styles, actually, um, and that was uh, 13C, which is English Porter, and then we did 11A, B, and C, which is your uh, English Extra Special Bitters. So you have 11A, which is your Ordinary Bitter, your 11B, which is a Best Bitter, and then 11C, which is uh, your Strong Bitter. Are there different levels of home brewers? I'm going to back up one second because I thought of myself when I first got into it, I did a little bit of a stock pot on a stove. 
And then I got myself a five gallon glass carboy and I upped my game just a little bit. And maybe I got go. the outdoor propane Louise Cajun Bayou classic <laughs> to heat it up. And that's when I stopped. That's that was my limit. And that's that's when I was like, oh, I don't need this much beer in my house. Um, but what are the other <laughs> levels of homebrew uh, masters that are out there? I mentioned that our club was very eclectic. It really ranges for, for our club. I mean, we have some some novice, you know, beginner brewers that are, you know, doing all extract brews. Uh, we have some some intermediate that are, you know, doing some extract as well as maybe, you know, think of it as steeping tea, like with some specialty grains to, to give you some, you know, maybe some chocolate or some biscuit characters. Uh, and then we have, you know, some more advanced brewers that are doing all grain brewing. We have members of our club that own local homebrew shops. We have members of our club that now run and own breweries. Uh, Brad Cooper at Steam Bell is a perfect example. He was a member of MASH prior to um, opening at Steam Bell. So we have a wide range of experience levels. Uh, and, and I think that's why our club is so appealing uh, to, to members of the brewing community because you know, when you come to a meeting and you talk to these folks, it doesn't matter whether you're beginning. It doesn't matter if you've been brewing for 20 years. Um, you know, you're a part of this this community and you're there to to share your knowledge, not only about your experiences with beer, uh, but your experiences just in general. And, and that's one of the reasons that we brought CM in, you know, to talk about diversity and inclusion, because that, that's what we're about. We're about teaching and we're about learning. And it, and it doesn't stop with beer. I love the part um, that you're talking about sharing, because I remember going to that one meeting, the first meeting, and everyone just wanted to go ahead and share knowledge, share beer, share everything. It was a great uh, experience. And so I, I bet other people want to try and experience this as well, because, you know, I'm talking it up like, oh, my gosh, this is great. How do how, how does someone else like get into to mash? How how? Like, how do I become a member, you know? Yeah, so so first off, you, you guys can check us out uh, on Facebook. So it's Mentoring Advanced Standards of Homebrewing. Uh, we're on Facebook. Or you can check us out on uh, mashrva.com. Uh, as far as the meetings, if you want to get involved, you know, we meet the third Thursday of every month at Extra Billy's Smokehouse and Brewery, which is in Midlothian. What I call social and happy hour starts at 6, uh, and the official meeting starts at 7. The people that haven't ever been to a homebrew meeting before, what is typically discussed during one of your meetings? Right. So we, we kick off the meeting with a traditional toast. We have uh, just a general officer's update that kind of goes through a, a treasurer's report of some of the upcoming events that we may have. Uh, and then we roll right into competitions. Um, and then after that, we, we have an educational topic. So CM, back in April, you were our educational topic, uh, talking about diversity and inclusion. And months prior, we've had uh, members from Hardywood, we've had members from Boston, we've had uh, folks from Kendrick come out uh, and talk about a specific topic. Uh, we rotate those topics every month, uh, and we solicit feedback from you know the members of, of the club as to what they would like to hear about from a professional standpoint that could give them insight into you know what they can do at home. Oh, everyone knows that's our favorite time. You know what time it is. It's time for Pinkies Out. Yeah. That's right. It's time to crack open a beer. Let's talk about it. Let's taste it. CM, uh, what are you bringing to the table? 
Um, I have an ESB that I found in one of our local shops here. Um, this is called Squadron Commander. It's an extra spe- extra special bitter ale. An extra special bitter ale from Tuckaway. Tucked Away Brewing. They're out in Manassas, Virginia. Where'd you find that at, TM? ESBs are hard to find these days. Yeah, I was hustling. I was, like, searching far and low. I went all the way really far to Total Wine. Um, all the way to Total Wine. What's the name the of it? Total Wine. Uh, it's called Squadron Commander. It is an extra special bitter ale. So for all the people that are wondering, what what in the world are you saying? ESB. What, is, what does ESB stand for? Extra special bitter ale or English special bitter. That's. I was looking at that too because I've seen it both ways. I've seen right. extra special bitter. I've seen English special bitter right exactly and i'm trying to figure out (laughs) what's the difference because i barely know (laughs) what the difference is between those uh, the style is it the same thing does it mean the exact same thing i have no idea actually this squadron commander from tucked away brewing company this classic english special bitter was developed for a 50 west homebrew club competition look at that Squadron Commander is a delicious, drinkable English ale that is not overly bitter at all. It is the standard British pub beer with a balance between the malty, biscuity flavor and the minimal, moderate hop bitterness of a Willamette hops. Oh, there we go. The Willamette made its return again into our conversation. It's back. Let's crack that baby <laughs> open. Let's let's listen for the sound. Listen for the sound. Ooh, that was like an instant. There was a geyser of beer coming out the top of that right there. <laughs> Do you know why? It's because why it was in my freezer. <laughs> I had to do it. See, the thing is with Total Wine, they put all their stuff on the shelves. <laughs> uh, no, uh, no free ads. Uh, all, all grape stores. No, no free ads for Total Wine. They don't pay us. With most stores not to be named. They put all their beers on, you know, the shelves, on the floor, never in the fridge. <laughs> never ready to be consumed. <laughs> what glass are you drinking out of tonight? Uh, of course, the pinkies out glass. Had to do the oh, pinkies nice. out today. I love it. Go ahead, pour it. Let's have a taste. Brandon, while he's pouring that, what are you, what are you drinking tonight? So I'm drinking the ESB that I brewed for the midnight competition. Tell us about what was the brew process for that ESB? What kind of uh, hops or malt or? From from the malt perspective, um, we, we just use a, an English pale malt, a little bit of uh, some crystal malt to give it to give it that to give it that sweetness, some Munich malt to, to give you some of that biscuity bready like quality that they're describing. Like I said, I hadn't brewed myself in about two and a half years so i threw a little bit of a wild card of a, a malt in there and I, I threw some chocolate malt nice Ooh. typical descriptors of this beer type are you know saying that this beer is you know obviously biscuity and bready as i mentioned but it has a, a toffee like character and and so i threw some some chocolate malt in mine hoping that it would stand out a little bit from a from a hops perspective when it comes to these English and noble style hops, Fuggles is my favorite. So I hop this beer exclusively with Fuggles. Fuggles is the is the hop? Is the hop, yes. Fuggles sounds like a bad word. It does sound like a bad word. I heard Fuggles and then I was like, oh. <laughs> and so so the name of my beer is What the Fuggles. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Do you know how strong it is? What's the what's the alcohol by volume? These these beers are fairly low in, in ABV. They're they're ranging anywhere from three to six percent. 
Uh, mine specifically is 4.8%. And what are you drinking out of tonight? I am drinking out of the Pinkies Out glass that CM so generously donated to our club raffle, and I was so lucky to win. Yeah! Woo! My extra special bitter is a Red Lion from Commonwealth Brewing Company. It is a Nitro extra special bitter ale. Whoa! Oh, wow. There's only 13 ratings on Untapped, and 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 hold your horses for this one. Malty, hoppy, smooth. Oh, well. that's the whole write up on it. Are you serious? <laughs> that's it. That's it. 13 ratings, and here's ready for it. Ready for the sound? Man, always Gosh. the best cracks. Man, I spill beer all over myself every single time. Every time, I gotta put down like a napkin. Yeah, I need. I need something like that. Red Lion Nitro Extra Special Bitter Ale from Commonwealth Brewery in, um, where is it, Virginia Beach? Yeah, yeah, Commonwealth in Virginia Beach. 5.5 uh, ABV, multi, right money. smooth. Yeah. It better be super smooth. I got to see what that looks like. It's You said it's nitro? I just see a lot of you bubbles. glass I'm yeah, drinking out of. Oh, look at that. Yes. This is in honor of my road trip to Sweet Home Chicagoland later this week. I'm drinking out of a regular pint glass. There you go. And it's got the markings of New Glarus Spotted Cow on one side. Yes. And then Baumgartner's Cheese Store and Tavern, a Swiss cheese store and tavern located in Monroe, Wisconsin, uh, since 1931. We like to travel, right? We like to go around the United States and we see do. different places. This is a small little place that specializes in cheese. And it just happens to have a great beer selection. Wow. That sounds like my place. Are you going to bring town. some cheese back? That's my question. Uh, you give me your order and I'll load up the car. Yes. I need that. And then you'll be backed up for days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, Brandon, tell us a little bit about the ESB. Well, I mean, the first thing that you guys are going to notice when you pour that into your glass, right, is we, we got just a beautiful copper color. Should be fairly clear with um, a, a white head on it. Just beautiful. That copper color, what brings that copper color? That's going to come from some of your specialty grains for, for the homebrewers listening in. That's going to come from your, uh, your you know, your crystal, your, your crystal moths. Um, some, some, some folks might throw in like a red X malt to give it that, that copper color. Um, but it, that's really going to come from your specialty grains. So my question is, what kind of aroma? What's the nose? I'm big on the nose. What's the nose that I'm expecting out of an ESB? So, so if you get any hop aroma from this beer whatsoever, this is an English style beer, right? So those hops are, are more noble in nature. So you're going to have a more floral, earthy characteristic coming from those hops. It's not like, you know, your American style beers where you get this huge, you know, citrus or tropical fruit. Uh, this is more floral or earthy in nature. I like that term noble. Did you catch that, Mark? Yeah, I did. That's, I did. That's I, threw, I threw a crown on my head as I heard that. Because <laughs> I want to be I want to be noble hops. So I don't think the ESBs get the credit they deserve. And I think with other styles that are out there, I think this is more popular probably five, ten years ago. I don't know. I, I remember drinking these and loving these. And it's been a while since I had one. Because I just, I don't think every brewery out there makes something like this. They really don't. I, I really appreciate Trey picking this style. Very, very important. The ESB dates all the way back to the 14th century. Yeah, the reason that these beers were so low in ABV 
is because your your field workers and your tradesmen they actually drink this over water you know when you're making beer you're going through a boiling process right so they they trust yep. the beer more than they trusted the water source beers had to be low in abv so they're you know they're not getting trashed while they're out there working and, and the other thing about it too is that you know for 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 those workers that are kind of out in the field right these beers gave them the the calories the protein the nutrition for them to to get through their workday I, I believe that these these styles are you know lost in the the profiles of today's breweries um you know the the bigger the bolder the hoppier the better i i was super like i said i, I was super excited that trey picked these styles because it really takes you back to the roots of where beer began all right, let's taste your beer. Um, tell us what you're tasting in the beer you brewed. So, yeah, mouthfeel is next up, and I've, I've brewed this style of beer several times, and really where you can screw it up is over-carbonating it. If you think about how this beer was consumed back in the 14th, 15th century, right? Yeah. It, it was flat, right? You know, very low carbonation. These beers are going to be very light-bodied, very easy, easily drinkable. They should be very clean with very little to no residual sweetness. I'm just enjoying the beer. Same here. Mine is very <laughs> delicious. Like I was just enjoying wow. this. I was I was wow. sitting here just like, man, this takes me back. Seriously, it really does. Like This is a style, just like you said, it was a lost style. This is something I always like to revisit. Anytime I would go to a, a brewery um, on my travels and I saw that they had an ESB, I'm like, I want to try that out because that's a style that's like super clean. Um, it's a classic style. Just, just like you said, is it's it's very important for um, bear enthusiasts, bear nerds to actually like go ahead and explore these um, this water styles that started beer. Um, and this is a really good, clean, malty, delicious brew. Oh, do you have any left? Oh, just a smidge. Just enough of a just, he's got about he's just a smidge. One point five ounces left in the glass. I have a whole keg full of it. <laughs> oh what? We may have to take the show on the road, right? <laughs> take the show on the road, Mark. <laughs> oh shoot. And I don't think we mentioned that CM was a judge. CM was a judge. And we look back and you said, you know, we have we had great judges. We had beer owners. Uh we had a head beer brewer. <laughs> but there was no mention of CM in that I, moment. It was that because of his critical judging of your squeeze my way in there. Yeah, it was yeah, I omitted him for a reason. <laughs> 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 yeah, it was uh that was the first time I was judging. And so I looked at, you know, I looked at the score sheet and I'm like, all right, let me make sure I'm getting all this right. I'm looking at it side by side, comparing what it's supposed to taste like. According to the notes, Brandon gave me some notes. So that's what I went off of. <laughs> All the judges had a, uh, I, I guess, like a little powwow to discuss which bear, you know, won and whatnot. We pretty much were like, hey, all these bears that we had were great. They were all good bears. All great bears. There was none that it was a you know, drain pour or anything like that. So Brandon's beer was very delicious. I'll tell you that much. So in this category, there were actually six. Okay. So overall, we had seven submissions, and and six of them were ESBs. The lone porter was the one that won the competition. Are you serious? Yep. I'm serious. Um, I like to know, when is the best time to drink this beer? You love ESBs. 
I I'm thoroughly enjoying this ESB. Brandon, as our guest, when is it? When do you drink an ESB? When do you pick it out of a lineup? Yeah, anytime you anytime you go out and you see this thing on tap, you see this style on tap, order it. it it's a great beer to drink anytime. These are lower ABV beers, three to six percent. You can you can drink this this style anytime. It, it's going to be a great beer. Charles, how about you? I am. Or we'll just take it as thoroughly agree. That was good. Yeah, I thoroughly agree. But yeah, um. <laughs> Brandon, go ahead and uh, um, any plug, any plug you want to do, any any member of Mash you want to call out. What what can we help direct traffic to to help out a business friend of ours? Yeah, let's just let's just plug the club. If you're listening to these, you know, you you guys have showcased style after style. If if anybody out there has interest, come check us out. Check them out at mashrva.com. Go find them on Facebook. You can uh, find out about the events. You can see where you can go meet up with the group. Go have a good time. What I really like about the group, and and CM, I think you mentioned it earlier, everybody is so generous. And they're so nice. nice. You go in and you get a little cup and everybody's like, oh, will you try my beer? What do you think of this? What do you try? What do you think of that? I made this one and I tried this or I tried that. And I think being a part of those groups and just the community is so great. So if you get a chance, please go visit mashrva.com, find out where they are and uh, and join them. Uh, CM, what are you going on lately? What's what's new with you? uh, What is new with me? Uh, just had a uh, another merch drop last week. It was awesome. Sold out. Um, have a drop coming this Friday. That's great. Go to imcmbryant.com. Going to the moon. Um, we got some more drops coming. It's crazy. I'm busy right now. I have a ton of designs coming. We got our logo being made, so that's going to be dope. Can't oh, wait to put man. that guy on oh, some glasses. So right, right. So let me so excited. It's crazy right now. So yeah, imcmbryant.com. Craft Beer Mafia, RVA, we're doing big things right now. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Craft Beer Mafia show. Brandon, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thank you, Yeah, Brandon. thank you guys for having me, man. Thank you so much. Follow us on Facebook at Craft Beer Mafia Show. You can find us on Instagram at the Craft Beer Mafia Show. Don't forget about checking out imcmbryant.com. Thank you, for, thank you so much for listening. Drink responsibly right. and be a good person. <laughs> Drink irresponsibly. I don't forget to drink responsibly. <laughs> drink irresponsibly and be a douche. <laughs> oh, do all the things your mom told you not to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're the yeah everything. <laughs> we're the show that your mom wishes you did. Exactly. <laughs> the show that your mom hates. Uh, these should be all the outtakes that we can't use. This is the show your grandma hates. This episode of the Craft Beer Mafia is brought to you by Waterproof Records with Jacob Givens. Join comedian, TikTok star, and storyteller Jacob Givens as he takes you back in time to those face-melting moments with music. Waterproof Records are your unsinkable tunes from past and present. Listen to episodes about Siamese Dream, Doolittle by Pixies, the single soundtrack, and more. Find Waterproof Records anywhere podcasts are found.